Welcome back to Be the Sought After Entrepreneur podcast. This is episode number eight, and I'm your host, Katherine Thompson. Thank you as always for tuning into this episode. Before we dive in though, I want to thank and give a big shout out to one of our listeners of the week. Kelly wrote, Catherine's podcasts are brilliant, so engaging and inspiring with practical tips. It motivates me to stay in my zone of inspired action. Thank you so much, Kelly, for taking the time to leave a review. And I love that this show is inspiring you and others with practical tips to stay in your zone of genius and take inspired action. To all of my listeners, don't forget to leave a review as I love shouting out you each and every week. Now let's dive into today's episode. We have such a special guest, Dorothy Inez. She's a three-time international best-selling author, inspirational speaker, and you'll hear why, and confidence coach who helps women leaders in network marketing show up and shine online with more confidence and presence so that they can book more clients and attract the right team members. She holds a master's degree in organizational psychology, and when she's not working with clients, she's studying spirituality, watching movies, and listening to her favorite Prince music. So without further ado, let's welcome Dorothy Inez to the show. After generating over a million dollars in sales and selling one of her businesses with a single email, your host, Katherine Thompson, takes an unconventional approach to marketing and sales. So if you're ready to tap into a more powerful way to be seen, heard, and a sought-after entrepreneur in your industry without having to spend endless hours marketing your business and chasing clients, you're in the right place. Be the Sought-After Entrepreneur Podcast is here to help you ditch the cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all approach to marketing and use your unique energy to effortlessly attract the most aligned clients. When you do this, you can spend less time marketing your business and and more time doing your soul work and enjoying the richness of your life. Welcome to Be the Sought After Entrepreneur Podcast. And here's your host, Katherine Thompson. Hey, hey, welcome Dorothy Inez to the show. I'm so excited to have you here and to chat with you. We met through the interwebs, which I absolutely love connecting with people all over the world. And we had an opportunity to work together. So I'm so excited to have you on the show the work that you do is just so amazing and it helps, you know, so many women. And so I just can't wait to share more of your story. So I just want to welcome, welcome you to the show today. And if you want to take a chance now to just let our listeners know who you are and what you do. Well, thank you, Catherine, for having me. I am honored to be amongst the elite that get to be a part of this amazing show. As you said, my name is Dorothy Inez. For our listeners, it is actually Dorothy Inez said together, not apart, not Dorothy, just Dorothy Inez. And I am a confidence coach that specializes in helping women in network marketing show up and shine in their online business so that they can book more, recruit more, and sell more by being more confident and really knowing who they are and why they're here. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I know I've seen a lot of 
stuff lately online with the whole, you know, that more confidence and needing more confidence is so, so important. And I know you have a show and I want to share, uh, touch a little bit about that because I just absolutely love the mission behind your show, Shine. And so you want to share with our listeners sort of your, you know, that purpose behind that show and what it stands for. And why Absolutely. It's yeah. Thanks for asking about that show. We're on a little hiatus for the summer, but that show the intention behind it is, you know, like I said in my introduction, I'm really about helping people to show up and shine because what I believe is that each and every one of us was born to be a light into the world, to bring the gift that is us. So on this show, what I like to do, Catherine, is highlight people that are really shining, that have really chosen to step into their big call, their big purpose, and share that with other men and women because a lot of times we think, oh, this isn't possible for me. I could never be what they are. And my show is designed to bring everyday people that just decided to say yes to who they are, yes, to the call and purpose on their life and what that yielded them, you know, which is a level of success, joy, and happiness in their life. Yeah, so beautiful and such a powerful mission. And I can't agree with you more when it comes to, you know, helping people really shine that light because each and every one of us has that unique light within us. And just you helping people really bring that out is so beautiful. So what do you believe your soul's purpose is? I honestly believe my soul's purpose is to really take what I've been through in my life and share that specifically with women. Because, you know, I found in the beginning of my life, Catherine, that like many women, I lived from that place of being a victim. Life was happening to me. My birth mother abandoned me. My stepmom didn't like me. My dad was never, you know, felt I was never good enough. It was, you know, Dorothy Inez, the victim. And what I've learned through my own journey, rather than life is happening to me, Catherine, life is happening for me. And I'm here to empower women to live from that place of victor rather than victim so that they can experience the joy abundance that they were called to in their life. And how that joy and abundance looks for every woman is different because each one of us is unique, is a masterpiece. And we're called to live that masterpiece called our own lives. Yeah, so beautiful. And I think that so many of us go through that journey of victimhood, whatever that might be, right? Whatever things we've gone through in our life, you know, lots of people come from that sort of victim place of circumstance, things happening to us. And Mm -hmm. why are these things happening to us? And I just think again, that purpose and that mission of one, taking your own story of abandonment and struggle through life and turning that into something really beautiful and helping others, you know, really show that they're not victims in their life and that they get to create whatever they desire and they want and they can be empowered to do so. So Do you feel like you found your purpose or do you even believe that it's something to be found or something that's already within you? Well, it's twofold, you know, it's twofold to that question. Yes, it's already within you because, you know, I believe that we are sent here on purpose for a purpose. And the journey called life is for us to 
find that, for us to awaken. That's the beauty. You see a lot of people sleepwalk through life and they never are willing to, because, you know, finding it requires us to be uncomfortable. And a lot of us are not willing to do that work. And I decided, Catherine, at the age of 40, that I was going to act. I always knew it. And a lot of times, what we're here for, Catherine, shows up in our early years. But, you know, people that influence our lives send us off in different directions around what they think uh, we should do. And oftentimes it's our parents and they do it with good intention. And so we get derailed from our path. And then we begin to shift our minds and think again, like I said earlier, oh, I can't do that. Like for me, it was being a makeup artist. You know, I was pushed, you know, you got to be in business. You got to, you know, go after the money. And again, my parents meant well, but what I always knew within myself is that I was drawn to two places, entertainment and beauty. And at the age of 40, you know, I was listening to Les Brown and I said, you know, I heard him say the richest place on the planet is the graveyard because so many people die with their dreams and inventions left inside. And I didn't want to be one of those people. So at that time, I was almost hitting that six figure mark in my corporate career. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take a chance on me. I don't want to make that graveyard any richer. And I stepped into it and it's been almost 15 years now. And it's been a beautiful journey and it's had its ups and had its downs, but I wouldn't trade it for the world because I know what I'm here for, but how it looks is constantly evolving. And that's the fun part of living out your journey. Yeah. And I just absolutely love that Les Brown, you know, quote or saying, and I want to dive a little bit deeper into, because you touched on how you know, we're born with these gifts, right? And our right. parents and our surroundings and wherever we're coming up, shape that a bit and maybe put us off track. And lots of people do walk through this, I'm fine coma or this walking through the fog or going through the motions in life. And we sort of lose track of what those, you know, deep purpose is that we were born with. And it's so interesting that you say entertainment and beauty, because I feel like our story resonates a lot in, <laughs> in a lot of ways having that really great corporate career and ditching it later in life. I ditched my corporate career at 36. You know, yep. when I grew up, I wanted to be an actress. I saw Hollywood lights, right? That's oh. what I'm going to be an actress. <laughs> I know I don't talk or share that a lot, but it was something that, yeah, I always dreamed about, dreamed about doing. And so you talk about kind of derailing and then getting back sort of on track at 40 and deciding you were going to do this for you. But you also talk about it being uncomfortable, doing some of this work is uncomfortable. And so yes. I'd love for you to share with the listeners, maybe what that kind of looked like, or share a little bit about why it was so uncomfortable, but why it was so worth it. Well, the first thing that was uncomfortable, you know, Catherine was going from, like I said, almost six figures to making $15 an hour. So yeah. that, that was, you know, because I literally started my life over at 40. I graduated, you know, with my bachelor's at that time. 
And I had gone to school just prior to that. I took a leave of absence from work and I went to LA and I trained as a makeup artist. And when, like I said, when I came back, I graduated from college uh, with my bachelor's and that was the, 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 the scariest thing. And then to, you know, at the time, uh, being married to trust my financial well-being to another person as I built my life was definitely uncomfortable in the beginning. And then doing, I think the hardest work beyond the financial piece is doing your inner work. Because as you step out, all the things you thought you may have worked through, you find out you still need more work. You know, I remember when I hired my very first coach and I wanted her to help me with starting my coaching business. And actually I was going to do it as an image consultant and beauty coach. And she was like, uh, girl, you can't help anybody till you first help yourself. And I thought, okay, yeah, this is just, you know, a couple of weeks. Okay. It was six months later, girl, and we were still working on me. And I remember going off on her. <laughs> I was like, okay, we were supposed to be working on my business. And now I've, you know, we're six months in and we still haven't done anything on my business. But this is what it requires. If you are going to help someone else, you have to be willing to, you know, look at your own shit and work through it. You've got to be willing to go into your shadow self, not just look at all the great things about you, but be willing to look at the pain and befriend the pain because the pain had to come so that you can become who you were meant to be in life. So that required, you know, a lot of coaching required me going into counseling. And in fact, to this day, I have, it's been what, since 2009, I have this same counselor. And I think he and I invented the telehealth because we've been counseling over the <laughs> phone since 2009, because I'm like, I can't be without you. And so, you know, and I'm a military spouse. And so everywhere I've been, he's been by my side. But it's that willingness to do the work, that willingness to be uncomfortable with yourself and admit where you are, admit the ugly parts of yourself. You know, if I could just take a moment to share, you know, about my name, you know, I shared in the beginning of this interview that my name is Dorothy Inez, not Dorothy, but Dorothy Inez. For 40 years, Catherine, as you know, I was known as Inez. And when I began this journey, Spirit, God, Jesus, whatever you want to call it, changed my name to Dorothy Inez, which Dorothy is my first name. And I hated that name because that is the name of my birth mother who abandoned me. And I didn't want anything to do with her at that time in my journey. I still had a lot of pain. And, but God said, remember what your name means. Dorothy means gift of God. And Inez means with a pure heart. And this is who I am calling you to be to the women that you will serve. Because in that moment, Catherine, I still had all those feelings of anger. You know, I just wasn't the person that I am today. But every time I heard my name, 
it was calling the real me forth. The woman I was to become was being called forth. Every time I heard Dorothy Inez, I heard gift of God with a pure heart, gift of God with a pure heart. But I had to be willing to step into the flow, to trust that still voice within, which so many women don't listen to. They just ignore it. And yet that is your GPS through life. I call it your God positioning system. That if we learn to listen to that, so much pain could be avoided and so much growth could happen. So beautiful. And I love how you really kind of dive deep into like the uncomfortableness of relying on a spouse, right? As very strong, powerful, independent women who go after what we want in a lot of ways to rely on other people for that support can be so difficult. And I know a lot of my listeners, a lot of women that I attract into my space say the same thing. They have that hard time either relying on other people for help or asking for help in a lot of ways. So I love that you touched and shared on that, but even more importantly, how you shared having to do that inner work, right? And having to sort of deal with the shit on the inside so that you can become It's why I created Be the Sought After Entrepreneur because it's so much about becoming that person. And that starts from within first and that Mm -hmm. whole following that GPS. And I know that that GPS is your sort of proprietary way of that you share within the programs and the way in which you coach your people and your audience. And so I just think it's so beautiful that, you know, that God positioning statement and purpose. What, why are we here and what are we doing? And then again, sharing about your name, because I know when we first started working together, I called you Dorothy and, and right away you said, well, no, my, my actual name is Dorothy Inez. And then you gave me sort of the story behind that. And I just think it's so beautiful. And just the meaning behind your name is so beautiful. And so I know you kind of lived your life up until about 40 And then you really started to kind of live on your own terms and do things for you. And so I know the answer to this question, but I want to ask it anyways, because I've heard lately so much from women saying, I'm too old to start this, or, you know, I'm 50 or I'm 45 or I'm 40. I'm just too old to do this. So do you believe, and I know the answer, but do you believe you're too old to follow or pursue your passion? Well, yes, you know the answer, but... I will say this, as long as there is breath in your body, sister, there's opportunity to step into who you were meant to be. At 40, I got a bachelor's, left my corporate career. At 50, I graduated with a master's and, you know, restarted all over again. You know, I think at at 60, five years, I'm going to be doing something else again. As long as there is breath in your body, you can do and become anything you set your mind to. And we hear this all the time and we think, oh, it's just a, it's a cliche. We hear, it's a choice. You choose to step out because you can choose comfort or you can choose discomfort and inside of the discomfort is the growth, is the miracle that's wanting to to reveal itself in, through, and as your life. So it's a choice. Yeah, and I love that whole it's a choice piece because I do believe that so wholeheartedly. And I think that sometimes, again, when we come from that victim mindset, we think things are happening to us. And so we think we don't have the choice. and. I pursued my master's later in life at 30, 
And I had done my undergraduate right out of high school, but then took 10 years, right? And did my master's. And I just love that you went after your master's at, you know, got your master's at 50 and did an undergraduate at 40. I just think that's so amazing. And yeah, just to kind of share that, you know, it's never too late or you're never too old to pursue your passions or go after the things that you want. So what do you believe is the key to success? Well, before we go to that, I just want to add, if it's okay, do you mind if I add one other thing? Not at all. I just want to add to that last question is one thing, you know, when we look at as we get older, one of the things I notice is that we as women get really stuck in our ways. And we have these stories, you know, these stories of lack and limitation that further hold us back. We might use age And then we might use, oh, I don't have the money. Oh, I don't have the time. It's usually around those things. And these things keep women stuck. And what I just want to share, sisters listening, is that money can be created. Time can be created if you choose. Going back to that choosing, that deciding that this thing that you want is important enough to do whatever it takes to make it happen because all of those things can be created. I just needed to say that. I just felt led in my spirit that 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 somebody needed to hear that because we can't let our lives be, oh, I don't have money. Oh, I don't have time. And you know, Catherine, what I always tell women, oh, if a family member of yours was being ransomed, held for ransom today and they needed 10 Gs, you'd find 10 G's, but women don't value themselves enough to make that investment, whether it's their time or their money into something that affects them. Oh, I don't have time. But if somebody you love needed, you know, time on your schedule, you'd make that happen. Well, you need to do that very same thing for you and what God has put you here to do. Yeah, I'm so glad you added that because this past week, I had the opportunity to work behind the scenes on a launch and I took 37 sales calls in six days. And I swear that everybody that was put in front of me was put in front of me for a reason. They were either struggling in a brick and mortar and wanting to take their business online, or they felt like they were women and they felt like one, exactly that. They didn't have the time. They didn't have the money or they were too old. I mean, I heard that and I've seen this pattern and I've been seeing it online. It's like, I'm too old. I'm 45 or I'm 50 or I've run out of time. And like you said, you know, as long as you have breath in your lungs, you're never too old. It's never too late. And as Les Brown said, you don't want to go to your grave and add to the richness of the grave, right? You want to go there knowing that you've lived out your purpose to the best of your ability and that you do have the choice to do that regardless of what stage of life that you're in. So moving on to that next question is like, what do you believe is the key to success? What I believe the key to success is number one, clarity. Clarity on your purpose and having the confidence to execute that purpose. And that confidence comes from knowing who you are until we know who we are and our identity, it's hard to execute and fully live out because being successful requires you to take courageous action. And without the confidence in knowing who you are, it's difficult to make that happen. 
Yeah. So you kind of touch a bit on why entrepreneurs struggle to achieve success, right? Mm -hmm. We talk about the lack of confidence. And I know that you created this proprietary framework based on your master's research around confidence and kind of the key factors that go into really developing that courage and that unwavering confidence within yourself. And so I'd love for you to share with the listeners what that framework is and, and what you believe are the sort of key factors to creating that un, or cultivating that unwavering confidence within you. Thanks for asking. You know, I love that I get to talk about this today. I know. <laughs> you know, I call it the Christ Confidence Code. And the Christ Confidence Code is not anything for a specific religion. It's not about, you know, Christianity. The Christ Confidence Code the word Christ means one who is anointed and appointed for a specific task and purpose. And every single person born to this planet, whether you know it or not, is anointed and appointed for a specific task and purpose. And so the Christ confidence code is grounded, number one, in spiritual identity. Or if you're not spiritual, it's just identity, knowing who you are and being so grounded in that, that you become unshakable. So identity is like when I, if you see my graph, that's like the foundation along with balanced well-being. And what is balanced well-being? That's that self-love. That's that self-care. Because when you know who you are, you begin to make yourself a priority. And a lot of times we are taught, especially from spiritual teachings, that to care for ourselves is selfish. And being that my work does come from a spiritual place, Catherine, I've learned that when I care for myself, I care for the creator, the one who lives in through as me. So when I care and love myself, I'm also taking care of the creator. I also know that when I don't take care of me, I can't give out to the world in a way that I need to because I'm pouring from an empty cup. So that's number two. Number three is self-mastery and self-mastery is mastering your mind because a lot of times what we do and don't do comes from the way that we think. It comes from the self-discipline that we have to keep ourselves focused and on track to put a plan in place so that we know what we're going to do. And then the next thing four is life vision. If you don't know why you're here, you don't have a map, then you don't know where you're going. So you have to have a vision. Even scripture says, write the vision and make it plain. So I love walking people through the life visioning process, which I learned from my mentor, Dr. Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith. So I love doing that because again, you can't go anywhere that you don't see. And the beginning of the journey starts with the vision because you have to be able to see it in your mind's eye. And then number five 
is embodied beauty. So once you've gotten your spiritual identity, you're practicing self-love, self-care, you've developed your mindset, you've got your vision. Now we want to embody that through how we show up on the outside, because the outside is a reflection of the person on the inside, the accessories you wear, the clothes you wear, how do you care for yourself, your grooming habits, all of those things. People don't realize, Catherine, those things are speaking, they're forms of nonverbal communication. And then finally, step number six is what I call the bold, brilliant stage. That's when you're like, I've mastered these other five things. And you know what, honey, I am going to have to snap my fingers. I'm like, honey, I am going to own this. And I show up and shine and let my light beam out there so that it can attract in who I'm meant to serve. Because see, it's so important that we show up in the world as who we are meant to be, our authentic selves. Because when we try to mimic and be like someone else, we attract in the wrong people. And eventually we wonder, man, why do I hate my business? Why do I hate my customers? Because you weren't being who you were called to be. So all of this sets you up to awaken you, to transform you and liberate you to be the person you were called to be. So, so beautiful. I absolutely love that framework. And I love how you've described it because one, it makes it really simple for people to sort of understand sort of the stages, but it's not really like in order, right? As you up level and as you grow and as you expand, some of the different areas are the ones you might need to sort of pay attention to, whether it's self-loving care or, you know, really kind of getting back to sort of your identity and figuring out, okay, what do I stand for? But so beautiful how you've encompassed that and and so much in alignment with this podcast, Be The Sought After Entrepreneur, because it's really all about, you know, showing up and being who you are. And I love the different steps that you've shared with the listeners. And we will link up a graphic so that they can actually see it. We'll link that Mm -hmm. up in the show notes so they can see it and then ways in which they can get in touch with you because I do feel like your framework is so, so powerful and can help so many women really step into the truth of who they are and really shine that beautiful, bold brilliance that they're meant to shine. So why is this work so important to you? This work, as, as most people who step into this, you know, journey is because it's the work that I did on myself and I don't want another woman to have to go through what I went through. It's like, I feel life's happening for us. Like I said earlier, never to us. And, you know, and this might seem like, oh, Dorothy Inez is ultra spiritual. No, I'm not. But, you know, I am spiritual. And at this stage in my life, maybe if you had asked me this in my 30s, maybe it might be, oh, I want to make money and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I do want to make money. But what moves me, Catherine, about this is the divinity, the divine within me, that when I return home and I leave this planet and I go back to spirit, I just always imagine in my mind's eye that spirit's looking at me and it says, well done, well done, my good and faithful daughter. This is what moves me to share 
this work with people. And it gives me joy to see women literally light up when they discover who they truly are and they live from that place because so many women have experienced wealth. They've gotten out of, you know, bad relationships. They've, you know, been able to attract in the right relationships. There's so many wonderful things. I mean, I remember just as a makeup artist using my work with a woman and she was from the Asian culture and she had never seen herself with makeup, because I used makeup at that time to really help women to see themselves. And I remember she, I turned the chair around in tears, Catherine was just running down her face. And I said, what's wrong? And she says, I've never seen myself look this beautiful. Wow. And that was one of the most, you know, because I don't just give to women, these women give to me, I feel like coaching is this you know, exchange of energy just in different ways. And so I'm just so blessed that God chose me to work with women in this kind of way that I said yes. And that's what the women listening today, I want to invite you to say yes to that thing that's nudging at your heart, that thing that you keep wondering, what if? What if don't be that old person, don't let your age at 40 or 50 stop you, you know, don't be that person rocking on the steps wondering, what if I had gone for no, while you've got life and breath in your body while you can move sister get out there, someone needs you. Yeah, and such a beautiful story of the woman and you sharing how she never felt so beautiful. And I remember the first time I do photography on as a passion. I had a photography business for a while where I did wedding photos. I really never invested in getting my photos done. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time when I started Creatively Owned, I went and invested in a photographer to take my photos. I got my hair done and my makeup. And after <laughs> that 45 minute session, I walked out of that place and I said, every woman should invest in something like this because I just felt so pampered and beautiful. And like, it was all about me, you know, in the moment, right. And I just, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so, so beautiful. um, How just small little things, right? Like makeup application, or just getting your hair done, or getting your nails or toes done, or having a massage, like how that can really make you feel beautiful. I also really loved how you said, had you asked me before, because on, I think it was the first episode of this, the mission behind Be The Sought After Entrepreneur, I get asked a lot, why'd you become an entrepreneur? And my whole mission for why I became an entrepreneur has changed in the last five years. Mm -hmm. And I have said, had you asked me five years ago, my reason was to escape corporate. I was living from circumstance. I wanted out of corporate. So I was jumping to the next best thing, hoping it would make me happy and all of that, which Mm -hmm. it never did and it never does. And so after doing a lot of the inner work and that shadow work and really getting to the nitty gritty and really kind of reframing (laughs) how I showed up, right? Uh Is what I shared on that first episode and saying that my mission now is not about escaping corporate or making enough money so that I can do this and not have to do other things I don't like. It really is the mission to help other entrepreneurs show up as their authentic selves and express themselves in that way, but also 
you know, stand out and attract the most aligned clients for them and be a magnetic match for the people that they want to be a magnetic match for. And just so that they can also really enjoy the life they're here and, and fulfill the purpose they're meant to fulfill. And that wasn't my mission originally, because I just wanted to escape my life. And so (laughs) I just love, yeah, I just love that you shared that because I also always give people permission, one, to never really hang on my words as gospel, that my words and my story and what I'm here to do is going to shift and expand as I grow and as I expand. And so Mm -hmm. I really empower them and want to empower them to hang on to their own words as gospel, right? Hang on to their own yep. truth as gospel. So. Yeah, and I like that you use that word gospel because gospel means good news. So hang on to your own words as, you know, gospel, because a lot of times women particularly seek outside of themselves for the answers. And and even I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it because that's where we go back to where we talked about that intuition, that still small voice, learning to trust it. It is a practice that we can cultivate as women because so many of us don't trust that. And, you know, one thing I just want to comment, Catherine, is that what you said about yourself, I mean, Working with you, that too was, you know, transformational because you really helped me to hone in my words, my language, who am I here, here to serve and you helped me articulate it so well. And that was such a confidence booster in my own, you know, evolution. So people who get to work with you, yeah, even that's like therapy. Well, I also love that you shared, if you could see me, we can't see each other. And I'm like (laughs) grinning cheek to cheek because everything you're saying, I'm like, is so in alignment with just the message that I want to share and help share your message as well. But how you said that working with clients is not like this, like hierarchy, right? It becomes almost like a friendship and mentorship and we're collaborating and working together and how beautiful that is. And how transformational it is, not only for me to be able to support you, right? It was very transformational for me as well, but it's also for you. And I always say that whenever I work with clients, I meet them sort of in the middle, right? It's not about me, again, holding on to my words as gospel. Really, it is about making sure that what we do together reflects you as a person, right? And, you know, we did that, right? And just honing in on your message, I think, again, just... I know there's so many golden nuggets in this episode just now. And this is just like scratching the surface of how powerful your message is. And I remember seeing that like in our initial conversation and you sharing your story with me, it just so resonated and was so in alignment with sort of the mission that I'm on. And I was like, I have to support you in some way of getting your Mm -hmm. message out as well, because I just feel like it's so, so powerful and so needed. And you talked about, we look and seek outside of ourselves. And I think we all do it. We totally do it. I did it. I chased success for so many years, climbing the corporate ladder, going into entrepreneurship. I achieved great success, but it was from a chasing, seeking outside of myself. And what I realized at the height of everything, I wasn't any happier. And so it wasn't until I really, again, got down to the nitty gritty and became happy with who I was without all the stuff. And so I I love that 
and how you said that of like, you know, the whole seeking outside of yourself and how, again, all the work that you're doing really helps people go inward instead of looking outward. I know you talk a lot about, you know, not needing the strategies and the scripts and all that. And I say sort of the same thing in my own way, right? It's like, you get to speak your truth and your voice. And that is what's actually going to make you shine and, and really, really stand out. So yeah. And let me just say this really quick, because I know we're coming in for a landing here shortly. Yeah. But I just want to say that it's so key, Catherine, that women, you know, that we come from this soulful place, because if we are just chasing these material things, money, and even clients, I've found because you've been with me on this stuff, and you get disappointed because people will disappoint you every time. But the thing is, is that when you're coming from this pure, soulful place, you can begin to look at the things that are perceived failures. And you can begin to look at things. Yeah, you'll go through those emotions. I went through those emotions. But then you also have the ability to step back and look for the growth, look for the good that happened. But you can only do that when you're coming from a soulful place, not just, oh, I want to make money. Oh, you know, like where you're so self-centered, you have to be people-centered, purpose-centered to really go through the ebbs and flows of being an entrepreneur because I've been doing this 15 years. And if I let every single failure get me down and define who I am, Catherine, we wouldn't be talking today. Totally, totally. And just, you know, um, in our workings together and that whole, you know, being discouraged and, you know, maybe you didn't get the results you wanted and that sort of thing is all part of it. And I love how you share that. It, those emotions and everything that we go through, those ups and downs, the ebbs and flows are normal and part of the process, but not letting that stuff define who you are. And I know I had sent you a message and said, you know, the universe, you know, ask the universe to surprise you because sometimes we set these goals and we set this, you know, I want to achieve this success and all of that. And the universe will deliver, I truly believe, but it might not be the way that you wanted it to be. Right. And sometimes Girl, don't we so, know that? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes when we're so focused on the, the specific outcome, like I want to get five clients in my program, and what happens is the universe then delivers you not the five clients, but it delivers you one client that's, you know, kind of worth the five client goal that you had said. Exactly. And we, <laughs> yeah. And we can be so focused on it and then be so angry, like, oh, why did this happen? Or I wanted this, or I didn't want this. And I've done the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I started to say to the universe, okay, just surprise me, right? This is my goal. And this is what I want. And this is what I'm hoping to achieve. But it really is from a soul purpose and not from a and people centered, not from I want to get more clients, or I need more clients now. And that's going to define who I am some way, shape or form. No, it's actually I just I want to help as many people as I can. I want to create impact. Yeah, um, that's my yep. purpose. Yeah. Yep. I have this sticker on my computer. And it says, I expect miracles every day. And Beautiful. that's what you know, we have to be open to however things flow in when they don't go the way we expect them say, okay, 
all right, I'm open to however it's going to show up. And that's what I had to do when, you know, you know, I told you where I was at and miracles happen. They do. And that's the thing is being open to receiving them. If we're shut Mm -hmm. off and so focused on what's not working, we can't be open and see what actually is working in our favor, which I believe things are always working in our favor. So before we wrap up, I, you know, this, I could go on for hours with you. I just love chatting and connecting with you. But what is your (laughs) definition of success? My definition of success, when I think about, I was trying to define it the way my father would define it, you know, like lots of money. I have a house, you know, big retirement, you know, the standard ways of success. But what I found makes me successful is knowing that I'm making a difference and that I have everything I need, that all needs are met and some beyond, you know, I live comfortably. Am I a millionaire? No, I don't need to be a millionaire because the legacy that I want to leave on this earth, you know, like the Beyonce song says, is that the world will know I was here, that I touched lives. That's success for me. So beautiful. So beautiful. And that, yeah, I know sometimes we get attached to that success of material things, money, house, cars, whatever that might be. And I just love the legacy that you're leaving with your people and the impact that you are creating. And it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. So good talking today. I cannot wait until my listeners get to hear this because there's so many gold nuggets, but where can they find you post-show if they want to connect with you? We will link up your framework so that they can see that, but Mm -hmm. where can they connect with you on social media or your website if they Mm -hmm. want to learn more about you, want to work with you? Yeah, great question. So you can find me on Instagram at Dorothy-Inez. And if you can't find that, because I'm not sure if it's the hyphen. So if you don't find it with the hyphen, it would be Dorothy-Inez, all one word. You can find me on Facebook, Dorothy Inez, Dorothy hyphen Inez Brizel is what it'll show up as. And you can also check out my group, Soulful Confidence for Women in Network Marketing. That's another great way. And then lastly, my website, which is simple, DorothyInez.com, no hyphen. Awesome. And we will be sure to link those in the show notes. So no worries about getting the spelling right or any of that. That'll all be linked in the show notes so that you can connect with her um, and chat with her. She's amazing. Thank you so much, Dorothy Inez, for being on the show and sharing your brilliance and wisdom with my listeners. Well, thank you for having me. And I want to say thank you, Catherine, for really stepping up to the call that, you know, the invitation that Spirit invited you to even do this show. Because a lot of people could come up with, you know, excuses of why they can't do it. And you made it happen. And just your heart to really be in service to people. I'm grateful for you. So thank you for doing that. Thank you so much. I could seriously listen to Dorothy Inez talk all day about confidence and how to unlock that inner shine to achieve massive success. Wouldn't you agree? Well, if you want to learn more about what she does and how she helps, or you just want to connect with her, we've linked up her Facebook and website in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. Now on next week's episode, I'm sharing my story about burnout and how I healed it. 
And it wasn't just rest, pedicures, and bubble baths, although I really love bubble baths and pedicures and rest. I mean, who doesn't, right? It's something the entrepreneurship industry doesn't talk about because it's a totally different way of viewing burnout. Most prescriptions or what people will tell you, coaches, mentors will say, you just need to slow down. You need to take a vacation. You need to take a break. You need to do all those things. But I have a very different way of looking at burnout, and I'm going to share that next week on the episode. So if you're feeling frustrated, exhausted with your work, or you're just in this season of funk that you just can't seem to get out of, make sure you tune in. Cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll see you right back here next time. You can also find us on social media at Creatively Owned and online at creativelyowned.com. Until next time, keep showing up as your authentic self.